Welcome to the Bird Camp Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit and promotion of bird hunting. So grab your favorite bird dog and join two brothers from Michigan as we gather around the campfire. Welcome to the Cubby. Welcome to the Cubby. I hope it's not too late. Join us at the campfire. The stories will be great. Bird Camp Podcast is proud to introduce our newest sponsor, Dakota 283. This U.S. company produces made-in-the-USA dog kennels of various sizes and options. Dakota 283 is dedicated to building unparalleled pet protection and tailgate lifestyles products for you and your best friends. Not only kennels, but Dakota 283 manufactures food and water solutions, storage for pickups, SUVs, and UTVs, and even a grooming-slash-dog washing station. Dakota 283 is offering free shipping to the continental United States on all their items at their website at dakota283.com. I just personally ordered the G3 medium frame kennel in Hunter Orange. I like the medium size for my Llewellyn setter, and it even has the option for a kennel insert for puppy training for a future puppy that will be added to our family. Use our coupon code BIRDCAMP10, that's BIRDCAMP10, for a 10% discount. Check out all their products, including their kennels, at www.dakota283.com. That's dakota283.com. All right, welcome to Bird Camp. It's August 19th, 2021. I'm here with my brother. Where are we, Kevin? Cops and Donuts, Jay's Precinct in beautiful Gaylord, Michigan. Gaylord, Michigan. Came up here last night and... Uh, almost died. Almost died on our way up here. We were doing some scouting, some bird scouting, looking at birds, going through some trails. Yeah. Didn't see any... Well, saw a rabbit. Yeah. Thought yeah. we saw a snake. Yeah, there's always a snake scare. So we're... Uh, it's about 10.20 last night. We'd both been awake since about 5 a.m. probably. And yeah. uh, we're tooling down 32, heading towards Gaylord, and uh, where we ended up, luckily. And I can only tell this from my perspective, because it was hilarious. I, I'm fighting sleep, and when you're a two-man show, as bird hunters know, you, you don't want to sleep at night, because you want to try and keep the driver awake. Yeah. You know, it's kind of common courtesy for and us road I was warriors. driving, so I'm like, I need to throw on a, a podcast, yeah. a funny one, not ours. Which was funny, by the uh, way. We don't want to say who we put on, but they're kind of vulgar and funny. Just to keep us awake, get us laughing, because the uh, Tigers lost. That was over. Yeah, and so I'm dozing, and I open. I kind of turn my head, and I got the window cracked and just fighting it. And I look up in an instant, over in the other lane in front of us, there's this large object standing in the road. And it was hilarious because the first thing I do is raise my hand to point, which in turn became a gesture of two kinds because it was half protect my face and half point. And I had to make a decision in my mind subconsciously, I guess, that do you 
call out correctly what's in the road or do you wait to find the word? And it was a three-letter word. It was a simple word, but I couldn't say deer because it was inaccurate. And by the time I said, Matt, elk, Matt had stopped already. <laughs> in the ditch. He's like, elk. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> we aren't kidding at all. Pitch dark. It was a female... It wasn't full grown. It was big. Oh, it was big. You know, it, she, was, she was. I think she could have been bigger. It's hard to tell coming up on it that fast in a very dark area of a two-lane road. Luckily, nobody's coming the other way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's, it's pretty common in Michigan, most places, for deer to run out in front of you on a two-lane road like that. So, I, like, start slowing down, have my brights on, slam on the brakes. But I'm expecting this deer at the time because that's what I'm thinking it was, just to go back in the way it came it was in the oncoming lane standing there looking at us face towards us and then i'm just, as we get closer i'm like as i'm breaking i'm like oh that's a that's a big deer no that's an elk but it took like it was tippy toeing on the pavement so i think from my perspective last then but then i thought it was coming at us like charging us so i had to swerve over not in the ditch but my two right to, to Tires my, were probably yeah. close to in the ditch. I was definitely off the road on the right oh, side. Oh, you were, were way in the gravel. But I was just going to slam on the brakes, and, you know, we didn't, like, squeal the brakes uh, or anything like that or no, lock no, them no, up. No, 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 We didn't go sideways, kind of just went over to the shoulder hard. Abruptly stopped, scared us, and then I was waiting for, at that time, deer, which slowly became big deer. Then I'm like, oh, my God, that's an elk, to run back the way it came. Or keep running straight no it took from my perspective turn towards us and i had to swerve out of the way to miss it because i thought it was coming at us but anyways we went off to the right and it went behind us but i think after i stopped and i sat there for a few seconds and kevin goes elk no shit and then i'm like (laughs) I think that thing was tips on its toes, and it just was losing its balance. Yeah, it was kind of like I feel like when I'm on ice and there are people around me. You know, it just, it honestly looked like it came up on its tiptoes. And I think because it was on the pavement. Yeah, maybe it, it just didn't have sure footing. And, and the or, dew was probably starting, yeah. and all of a sudden there's this two-and-a-half-ton hurtling object coming at, down the road at you. And uh, it, I'm with Matt. I saw the same thing. The thing she ducked, ducked her head, and I thought she was going to charge into the side of the truck for just a split second. But then you kind of got this view of like, well, she's uncertain. <laughs> you know? but yeah, but I think she was complete different reaction from any deer on the road. Just stands there and looks at you. It was in movement, and it, it, you know that her shoulder was up at her eye level. Definitely was not dog man though. It was definitely an elk. <laughs> so we had gone past it. It passed behind us, so I quickly, like, I'm going back. So we went up and uh, did the state police turnaround and came back, and then we saw, what, three more? What You said you saw a bull. I couldn't clearly see I thought I saw a bull, and I got it. It was at the same spot when we came back, and I I was just proud of my brother because he did what every hunter of any, real hunter of any type, when you see something like that, you go back. Yeah. (laughs) So it was kind of fun. I, I like the, you know, state police officer turn. That was exactly what happened, and and we caught a glimpse of what looked like a female, same size, maybe a little smaller. And then I caught a glimpse of something behind him, about 15 feet, a little further up the road, and then a bigger one chasing. We didn't With, see horns. Though. Yeah, and that was that looked like a female because she caught just some of the headlight, 
but what was behind it moving it was much bigger. Yeah. But I did not see horns or anything. They were crossing, as we went back up there, going opposite way, going east now, they were crossing to the north, right to left. So we went, put the headlights right where the trail where they went in, and no sign of them. Yeah, one of my funny comments afterwards is like, if that thing would have wrecked our truck, I am so tired, I probably would have just crawled over in the ditch and just slept <laughs> before I even walked for help. <laughs> Good thing about having a pickup truck, you got a bed in the back. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So we are at Cops and Donuts, Jay's Precinct. I just had a bacon-covered peanut butter cream-filled donut. It was delicious, but my diabetic shock's about to kick in. <laughs> that, and heart that, failure. Yeah, and that had a really tasty coffee, too. Yeah, the coffee's really good. Uh, I am familiar with this, but not this location, because any of us road warriors that spend a lot of time in Michigan knows Cops and Donuts and Claire. You know, especially if you're in sales and you're making the donut drop. I've been there many, many times cutting through Claire. Yep, I of, did uh, not know they had expanded, and I kind of knew the story, but what it was is in uh, Claire, that original bakery has been there since 1896. I hadn't. I was not there opening day. I'm just telling you right now. You sure about that? Well, a couple of days after, and uh, in 2007 or 2009, maybe I might have to look at that. 2009. I got 2009. Right all the police officers in the precinct in Claire, all nine of them, went in and bought the coffee sh- or the bakery and coffee shop. Migrated it to a full bakery and coffee shop, and that's what I always forget about Jay's because we're so used to walking into coffee shops, and you walk in, and it's like real bakery and coffee shops. So. Yeah, um, this th- one actually opened 2015. Yeah, now they, we'll just say it, um, their headquarters is where the original Cops and Donuts was in Clare. We are here in Gaylord at Jay's Precinct, and this is in the same building, I guess, but adjacent to Jay's Sporting Goods here in Gaylord. They're also in Bay City, and that's the Sutherland Precinct. And it took me just a second to figure out, why do they call them precincts? Oh, it's Cops and Donuts. That makes complete sense. Didn't catch it right away. And then they have another one in Mount Pleasant, which is the central precinct. So you have, what is that? My trifocals aren't hitting. Um, five? Then, four. Wait, one, Midland two. one. Yeah, so Inside Ace Hardware and Sports. Forgot about that. Yep. So, so about five locations. And um, my comment on... Four. You know, you know there, there's only... Wait, one. there's four. So you got the yeah. headquarters in Claire, Central Mount Pleasant, Jay's, where we're at in Gaylord, detached to Jay's. And then, and then Sutherland. Southern Precinct and Bay City. Yeah. So it's Which four. Midland, though. There's well, one. it's Midland Street and Bay City. That's what oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't have, no, don't let me help well. you with the fine print. You know I can't see it. Right. So uh, we're happy to be here. We had a, kind of an exciting trip. We got some more things to do out in the road today. Um, I was just uh, very impressed. Great service here. And uh, what's going on in, in the news, man? I didn't pull any news. We've been pretty busy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, we don't want to talk about what's going on in politics because that's very disappointing. Yeah, it always is, always is. Um, there was another fish caught from a canoe, but that wasn't in Michigan. I believe that was in Wisconsin. Still in our area of listenership. And that was a muskie. Kid muskie. caught it in a canoe Yeah. in a net, well, with a pole. And then, then yeah, a quarter of it in a net. I saw it on the news. It was pretty cool. I don't know if that was a state record. Mm-hmm. I, I'm ashamed I didn't have time to pull up all the, the accurate news for this shorter podcast. Yep. Um, <coughs> excuse me. 
Just a note about our website. We've been having some technical issues with our website hosting. So if you guys have been going on there and it's been going to just like a weird page, hopefully we'll get that fixed soon. Um, you should be able to link to our email. You can email us. We're on uh, social meds as well, Facebook. I don't get on Instagram very much because I'm older, I guess, and don't fully uh, grasp it yet because I grew up at a younger age on Facebook, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> Not that I trust Facebook or YouTube, but we also have a Rumble channel with some videos on there. Good. And we have a YouTube channel as well. That's correct. Um, not as many videos on there, but we are going to start hopefully putting some videos on our Rumble and YouTube channels so you guys can uh, watch the two brothers be buffoons out in the woods chasing birds with our dog. My dog. Mags. Super Mag. Mags the Super Dog. Maglio. Meg's the super dog is what I'm calling her. Kind of named her after Maggie May from Rod Stewart, but also Maglio Ordonez. Maglio Ordonez. He's batted 363 in his championship. Had, had a big home run. run. Remember that? I got a. I used to have it on my key fob thing. You press it. It was the announce, Tigers announcement. Oh, that announcement? Yeah. yeah I got a picture of that in my man cave. Yeah. Good, good times. Good times. Where's Meg's at now? She's at home. No, I mean Maglio Ordonez. Oh, home. retired. I, I don't know. Went, went back home, maybe? Not sure. Not sure. Not sure. So we didn't even mention how many days to open a day. Did you look? Uh, let me pull that up. We are less than a month. We are at 26 days, 16 hours, 23 minutes to opening day in Michigan, September 15th. Can't come soon enough. I finally just got my September schedule. So basically I'm good to go from the 9th on with the exception of some family issues to schedule around. Am I the issue? No, my wife's having... A procedure done. A procedure. Eye. She's got eye issues. It's all about her eye and her and I. Her and I. Her right. Sounds like a Toby Keith song to me. Want to talk about? <clears throat> That's your sister's song. Yeah, there you go. Your sister. Your sister. Your sister. Your sister. So we're, we're having a good time here at Jay's Precinct. Uh, hostess was very intelligent and very nice. Which. Yeah, they let us set up here. We were actually gonna thinking about going to Jay's, but they don't open to 10 a.m. And their Wi-Fi doesn't work either. What wonder what's up with that, Jay's? Oh, we're gonna have to get on Jay's. But they they don't open till 10. Like I you know. just said, we can't even go in there because we'll be long gone by then. Yeah, we got some more scouting to do, looking at stuff. <clears throat> you want to look at a few potential cabins? I'm trying to get somebody's attention here, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Yeah. Our hostess here at Jay's Precinct Gaylord is very nice. She she didn't give us her name. She wouldn't even give us a fictional name, so we're calling her Anon as an anonymous, and we need one favor. She's awesome, by the way. We love being here. So, Anon, give, pick a number between one and seven for me, please. Three. Three. Thank you very much. Our winner of the contest is Sean Eaton. Thanks, Sean Anon. Eaton. I'm going to tell you, this young lady's so sharp, she saw me and you walking in, she knew right away not to talk to us. Right. She was like, no, these two are trouble. But well, congratulations to Sean Eaton. You just won an Onyx Elite one-year subscription. I'll hit you up on Messenger. If you don't hear from me today, it might be tomorrow, but uh, go ahead if you want to message me, and I'll, I'll tell you how to sign up for that with a yep. secret code. And do we want to talk about Thanks to uh, Ben Bredinger for uh, hooking us up from Onyx Maps with these uh, oh, yeah. giveaways that really helps 
build up our listenership. We appreciate it. And Doc won the last one, and you said he, he got on. He, he got his I had story. to walk him through. I gave him the wrong link. That was my bad. Well, he's as old as Methuselah. You know, I'm lucky. He, yeah, he, I'm pretty know. sure Sean will figure it out. I think when Tom was in school, they wrote with charcoal from fires on wood. Chisel. Yeah. Stone. That, so thanks for helping him on the IT side, brother. That was very nice. Well, between me, him, and his daughter, we You know my phone's going to ring. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. We're picking on you, too. But... Uh, uh, future guests, maybe we can talk about for just a second. We're not going to say the names right now until they come on, but we have a very noted artist, um, wildlife artist coming on. I, I'm very excited about that. Uh, the other one um, will be uh, well, I don't know, a, resort, a lodge, uh, Upland Honey Lodge. And where at? Uh, I think it's in Minnesota. Oh. Minnesota, eh? And then I, I um, with that will be the... Um, we have a gun company coming on, too. Oh, outstanding. So, outstanding. So we'll get those lined up in the future for you. And uh, thanks for some feedback. If you have any other ideas, let us know. And today's show, we have not Kevin, the host, but Kevin Crouch. It's, it's like that elk thing where you're trying to say anything, like don't hit the big object in the road, and you, you want to be correct. So, elk. so this, I keep thinking Tim Couch, the quarterback from way back, it's Kevin Crouch. That guy was awesome in college, but he sucked in the pros. Oh, he got beat up. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. But anyway, so yeah, Kevin Crouch is coming on. From the Collar Clinic, he's in Traverse City. Um, if you guys are looking to buy a collar, you have a collar that you want to trade in, or you need a collar that just needs to be refurbished or repaired, mm-hmm. the Collar Clinic is the place to go. And uh, you'll save a lot of money, save a lot of time, don't have to deal with a big company. He'll take care of you. Very personable, very good guy, and I think you'll enjoy talking to him. And like a lot of uh, the guests we've had on, uh, you're contemplating collar, aren't you? I can can tell. I actually went to his website at collarclinic.com, and, uh, man, he's got some deals on there. So let's go through the list. So we talked to Boss Shells. You bought Boss Shells. I'm just picking on you, brother. (laughs) One of our big sponsors is Dakota 283. You got one of those. Yeah. This is going down a hole. Bird here. Camp 10 if you buy one. <laughs> Bird Camp 10. Hooks us up. Uh, <laughs> hook us up. we got to pay for our coffee and donuts somehow. That's right. Our gas money. <laughs> Elk avoidance insurance. Oh, the huge tip we have to give Anon because, you know, it's got to be a huge tip over there. She just kind of read us from the start. Don't, yeah. don't talk to those two. They're trouble. 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 So what else we got to talk about today? That's about it. We also have an Etsy store that should be linked to and once our... Um, issue with our web page is fixed um, it it depends what device you're using and what uh, web browser you use but I just like to remind you guys we also have a store where you can get t-shirts sweatshirts hats stickers yep um, and those we're not making a lot of money on those but we are paying the person that makes them does the embossing I think is I think it is embossing yeah we're paying her a little bit of money for her time but we also have um, not only the orange T-shirts, but uh, we have the new black ones with the orange logo, which are kind of cool just to wear out. But I, we're also getting polo shirts, black polo shirts. Oh, I got to have those. Because you and I talked about going to the upcoming banquet, which um, uh, in our area, that would be something I think I maybe nice try, to wear. I maybe try to one right then. I have banquet. to look. Yeah. The Upland. Uh, RGS banquet. Yeah, RGS. Rope Cross Society. Yeah. So, lots going on. Lots going on. So, other than our elk story, we don't have uh, really anything else to say. This is just an intro into um, 
our interview with the Collar Clinic. Yep. And um, Traverse City, Michigan. Well, our next episode, since this is uh, pretty much near the mid, mid of August, are we going to do one more before opening day, you think? One, maybe two. Do you like the remote like this? It's more. I, I think it's cool. I can tell you, brother, just from uh, watching you do this, because I'm of virtually no help. I just you know, gave in on a bad time. That you got was a good job. background music going? Great background. I like it. It kind of makes it real. You might yeah. even hear the customers in the background. But you did this whole remote in a backpack. It's almost like you lived out of a duffel bag for part of your life. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, he's going to have all... Oh. Just, just a backpack. That's really interesting. I was carrying everything around in boxes in a big old freaking moving tub, and it just gets old. So I had this backpack. I'm currently not using it. I use that backpack for bow hunting usually. You're so far ahead of me because so. I, I would just the thought of all this equipment and everything. I would just go, I'm done, I'm done. Right. So, so uh, we're, we're, let's come back to uh, Jay's precinct here, Gaylor. For a second. What, what donut do you have, by the way? Yeah, I mentioned I had the. I went on her recommendation, and then she actually showed me another recommendation because I saw the ones with bacon. I'm like, bacon on donuts? That doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it's breakfast. Yeah, I get it, but I don't. I like bacon. So we put a. I got the one with the peanut butter cream, in a donut with chocolate on top, and then bacon. Oh my god. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, but you know, I'm ready to go take a nap now, even though I just woke up from the hotel. Somebody we know very well brings donuts home to me and uh somebody you know works at a donut shop yeah it was just stop right there yeah yeah so uh she was talking to me about this and say bacon i says bacon on donuts bacon on donuts I, i'm not there yet well she brought one home and split it with me surprisingly better than you think no. yeah because i think it's a salt and sugar going it's on. the salt and sugar it, isn't it, it was really awesome i'm not going to get another one because you probably die. probably die see for me i'm a purist it, it, it's the long john you bought a loaf of bread, didn't you? Well, I'll get in that. Just like a, it's the Long John, but it's Barbarian cream. And Anon corrected me because I said Barbarian. Barbar- said Barbarian. Barbarian. Like Conan the Barbarian cream. <laughs> I've been up like You don't want 20 Conan the Barbarian cream. That's not good at all. So it, I like the Barbarian cream with the chocolate. I will crush cho- you. Long John, Frosting. Barbarian cream, chocolate frosting. If you put the white frosting in this donut, you are wrong. I'm just telling you. No, you're wrong. Just throw it down on the ground. Can't Just, throw a donut down on the ground. That's wrong. That's so, a Taliban move right there. So I saw they had those. I was all in. It is gone. And then, as brother just mentioned, um, this is more than a donut shop, coffee shop. It's a bakery, and I uh, like all their decorations. They got a lot of it's all uh, police, stuff. police patches up and framed on the walls. A lot of old car pictures, motorcycle pictures. What else do I see? They got stuff you can buy, like well, you, t-shirts, cups. You you can't see it, but there's a wanted poster behind you. That I think that's my picture in the middle, isn't it? <laughs> No, there's not. He actually won. Uh, idiot. <laughs> idiot. I'm sitting right next to the big Michigan thumb. I don't know why the UP's taken off there. But Man. I think this, the, these lines are the districts of the state of the police, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah you know, see, see, like the central box right there around Lansing? Yeah, see, downtown Detroit's its own thing. Yeah. It's own. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you didn't want to be assigned right there. Right. You know, but to wrap up, uh, look where we're at, though. That's a big area. I mean, it goes around Otsego Lake all the way up to almost Wolverine over to the lake and all the way down through the Thummer. <laughs> what is that? Past Flint. Flint. And then. Is well, it's got the whole thumb. Well. No. No, it's got. Part of the thumb. Half the thumb, vertically, basically. Yeah. That's like a huge area. Same on the west side of the state. Man, you're being charged there. You want an airplane. That's crazy. The west side of the state. 
Yeah, look, look you go from, what is that, mile up there? I oh, well, they got a line going across. Yeah. We look, don't know what these lines Look, if mean. you're the boss of that, you have to go to mile to the tip of the thumb? It's a lot of driving. I just fly. Just take yeah. a state police helicopter. So to wrap it up, uh, as I was getting my donut, I looked over and they had bread. I'm a bread guy. I like to bake. You like carbs. I, I don't do it very much anymore because I don't want the carbs. But, yeah, there was a loaf of bread there. Are you ready for it? Orange cranberry pecan. That's what you got? Yeah. That sounds nasty to me. Oh, that was so good, I'm telling you. So good. And they have Pepsi instead of Coke, so I'm already a fan. Yeah. Pepsi, no Coke. Pepsi, no Coke. <sighs> I got to have Diet Mountain Dew once yeah. in a while. They're, they're, that's next. I'm getting one of those. I'm forced to drink Coke at work. I can't stand it anymore after do you always 20 say, years. Do John Blushy. Pepsi, no Coke. Pepsi, no Coke. All right, man. Anything else to talk about? Um, no, I'm excited to go come back up here. I mean, I feel like it's not cooler up here, but it's just being up here because the trees look different. You see yep. more, you know, we're from south of Kalamazoo. Well, you're north of Kalamazoo, but turns to decisions. Or yeah, you see uh, the aspens out, and uh, I'm just like, man, I can't wait to get back up here next month, start blasting. Well, I pointed out a couple times yesterday, and you're like, I know, I know. The very tips of the uh, maples and some of the other trees are just starting to turn color. Yep. And that was kind of encouraging to see. Now we know how many days are left, and it's just a blink of an eye. And but, I mean, it's um, we got here just before 7. It's almost 7.45 in the morning right now. We're wearing shorts and polo our T-shirts. Yeah, it's, it's actually humid this morning out it's there. It's humid, and I'm guessing 60s? Maybe. I don't know, but it's not. I mean, everybody coming in here is usually in light wear shorts, not wearing a coat or anything. 63 in 63, but it's humid. It feels warmer than Yeah, it, it feels is. in the 70s for sure. So, All well, right. Let's get on it and uh, talk to. Uh, well, congratulations again to Sean Eaton. Sean Eaton. You have a free membership to Onyx Maps for one year, elite membership. Yeah, and we're not going to be doing another drawing. We have a few more, or one more at least, to give away. We're, we'll do that mid-season, we just decided. so. Yeah, it's, it's been busy, and we've got guests lined up we want to have on, yeah. so we'll focus on those from here on out. But, well, thanks to the Covey, and we'll be back to you soon. All right, see you. Welcome back to Bird Camp. Today's guest that we're having on is Kevin from the Collar Clinic. How you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. I could go through the whole Kevin and Kevin thing, but I'm afraid my brother might hit me. So, yeah, well, <laughs> well, welcome <laughs> to the Bird Camp uh, podcast. Uh, we, we're pleased to have you on. We want to learn about a lot about what you do. First of all, where are you located at? Uh, we're up in Traverse City, up on the western side of the state. Oh, God's country. Yeah. God's country. Yeah. You, you know oh, what, yeah. You know what the uh, attorneys say, right? Have to pay for a view of that bay? Oh, that that's nothing more true than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a uniquely beautiful area, obviously. Yes, it is. Yep, I I grew up here and uh, lived oh. here my whole life, so. You're the rare, you're the rare local in Traverse City? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Actually, look, I grew up outside of Traverse City, so but still. Oh, cool! Yeah, there's a lot of nice yeah. areas up there, interlocking. And, you know, it's all there. But and uh, what what are you we doing with the collar clinic? What's going on with that, Kevin? Uh, we've been here in Traverse since '88. Um, we sell and repair electronic training collars for dogs, and we're into the GPS industry of it now, and, um, and some other hunting dog accessories starting to branch out a little bit more primarily it was just e-collars to start but we're starting to kind of 
find our little niche with the the bird dog communities and just uh, everyday pet owners too. So you have the training collars, but you also have the collars for actual hunting too with the GPS. Is that is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, we serve or we sell Garmin, Dogtra, um, Sport Dog brands, amongst some others. But those are the big ones. And, uh, and yeah, we've uh, been doing it for a long time, and have been part of it for twenty plus years now. And um, I just took over ownership in January last year. So oh, nice! Right, right, yeah. during, right during COVID. Perfect. Yeah, that's yep. cool. Oh yeah, it was right at the beginning of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy a business and then have. Oh wait. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but it sounds like it's going well. And uh, how are you reaching out to the customer base? Because I, I will tell you this: we've been doing this for a year. We're on our. 40th. This is our one-year anniversary. Actually, today is. Well, I don't know about this week. Right? This yeah. week. Yeah. What were we like? Forty episodes? Fifty? Anyway, it doesn't matter to you, Kevin. But uh, we hear a lot, and some of our most popular episodes are dog-related. And I don't think there's a huge, uh, speaking for my brother, who has the dogs in our group, there's not a big price thing with uh, Upland Hunters and dogs. How are you finding the industry as you branch into it? Uh, we've just been doing our website. We've got www.collarclinic.com. Um, we advertise out in some of the big gun dog magazines. Um, we've just been... We've, a lot of it's just been a customer base that's kind of followed us through the years, and word of mouth is a big thing for sure. So that's a lot of it right there. Are, uh, do you do any warranty work, or is this strictly just basically uh, reconditioned collars? Uh, we warranty stuff that we repair in-house. Okay. Um, the new stuff is all covered under manufacturer warranties. Uh, we'll definitely send it off okay. to the manufacturer, <laughs> to the customers, if they don't want to deal with the factory, because some of the companies are harder to deal with. But um we have a good rapport with everybody so we can get it done a little quicker in most cases. And Kevin, for the naive here, because as I said, my brother's got the dogs and always has had, I don't. Uh, so the business breaks down to two parts. It breaks down not only into training and hunting or tracking collars, but it also breaks down into the, you're selling new collars, but you're also reconditioning and repairing. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Excellent. Yep, and we also uh, take in, like, if you're, you've got an old system that's either no longer working um, or you just don't want it anymore or you want to upgrade to something new, we do a trade-in. We have a trade-in policy, oh. too. Oh, so that's good to know. Um, I, so have, it's, I have some old collars. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. need to go to Traverse City, yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's stuff that's still like a newer version and still working and then stuff we can still repair, it can have a little more value. Um, but our just our general trade-in is a 10% off up to $50. Oh, okay, that's um, for fair. any old, old, old non-working equipment. Okay, and, and how did you pick up this skill? Um, I just started working out of high school. It was just a ad in the paper I went and replied to, and kind of stuck with it ever since. And I had never heard of the company either at the time, and just figured it was I was in electronics at the time. And um, so you had a you had that. a background in electronics, and that that set you off on the course, eh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. Are you guys, do you have a storefront or is it? Yeah, we have a we have a small store uh, in Traverse City. It's kind of on the outskirts, the south side of Traverse. Three and, Mile um, Road. Uh, yeah, it's over off. Uh, our address is 1517 Northern Star Drive. Okay. Uh, kind of between Three Mile, um, Hammond Garfield area. For anybody from that area. Oh, yep, I know. I know it very well, obviously. And. Um, yeah, that's kind of the uh, retail area of Traverse City yep. once you get yep, off the bay. Yeah, we do that. And mm. Plus, we have our online store, and we ship everything 
usually same day. Um, if it's and try to get everything out quick. And do you allow dogs in your store? Uh, yes, we do. All yeah, right, that's cool. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Now, do you have a, a dog? You have a dog do. yourself that you hunt with? I do. Yep. Uh, we were just tra- we've just adopted him about a year and a half ago. Um, he was a rescue. He's a lab pointer mix. Oh, okay. So we've been kind of working with him. He's got all the good instincts for the hunting, but he's gun shy right now. So we're trying oh, to get yeah. him get him over that. But uh, he loves retrieving. He'll go on point. He'll do all that. So trying to get him over the gun, and hopefully he'll be he'll be good to go. Now, personally, do you uh, you upland hunt or do you more duck hunt with that dog? It's mostly upland. Upland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you got to give us a couple clues here. Are you more of a grouse hunter or are you more of a woodcock hunter? Um, I we've just been doing pheasant. Um, we usually oh, go to a preserve. I missed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got two of the three, and I figured I was covered. Sorry, Kevin. Right. <laughs> My brother's laughing. No, I know. At like me. up here, we don't really have any wild pheasants, so it's usually a game preserve we go to. Right. Um, if I can get them over the gun shyness, I definitely want to try getting them out, doing some grouse. Do some grouse. Them. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a ton of them coming up around this area. So. Yeah. You're in that area there. You're in that yeah. area. Yeah. Or not too far away if you want to go further um, east. east or north. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And what type, yeah, now, now this is a question we ask most of our guests. Uh, if we were on video, I'd hold my hand up and go, do you hunt side by side or over under? What, what, um, what's I, your pr- preferred gun? I've got the semi-auto. <laughs> Neither. That's two out of three twice in a row. Go ahead. Day. Go ahead, brother. I'll Nothing just wrong sit. with semi-automatic. I'll just sit here and look good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I have a semi-auto, too, so there's no harm yeah. in it. So, Again, most grouse hunters will answer that one of the two, and you're the third, like me. So, Excellent. Well, good. And well, when you're bringing down a big bird like a pheasant, you need that extra couple shots. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I... Uh, Man, I haven't pheasant hunted in about five years, but that's an aside. So let me talk to you about my dog a little bit. Um, she's about six going on seven years old. I've never hunted uh, with a collar on her just because she's she's a little island, so she stays right near us if she's not tracking a bird. I mean, what would you recommend, first of all, for somebody like me who has a veteran dog who's maybe looking for a GPS unit just in case I lose her? And what would you recommend for somebody that's starting off with a dog? Um, there's, it's a wide variety depending on what you want. Um, if you want all the GPS features, um, by far the Garmin brands are hands down going to be your best GPS. They are more expensive, um, but you get what they're worth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause they'll track up to 20 miles or you can do 20 dogs up to nine miles. If you're running a bunch of hounds or if you're just doing bird dogs, you can just do a single dog and, uh, yeah, you can run all kinds of dogs with them. And Now, do the Garmin's, because I had one of the original Garmin's, and it had its own, like, its own display, basically. And is that how they're still running? I mean, when you buy yeah, the Garmin, yep, you they've get got, the collar they've got and the a display. few varieties now. They've got one that is, it has, a, like, the screen, and there's, like, toggle buttons, and they've got a couple versions with its touch screens. Okay. There's a Garmin 200i, which is the newest one that came out under less than a year ago um that one's really starting to take off because it's got a bigger screen it's got um garmin's in reach software which allows you like if you're hunting out west in remote areas you can access your phone and text through that if you have no cell service or it's got like an sos feature if you get lost or hurt oh that's kind of whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was interesting so, 
Yeah, so that's a really nice product that came out. Um, or you can, there's a Garmin Alpha 100 was the original one. And that's just your track, your tracking and training collar. That's your, kind of your base one right there. Yeah, and they I got think... one versions too, where it's like the e-collar and it's got, it's got a little screen with the tracking arrow showing you what direction and how far the dog is. Okay. Yeah. I think I had one of the, uh, first versions of the alpha. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That alpha's Astro's. Astro. That's, that's yeah. what I had. That's what, that was okay. it. I knew it wasn't. Alpha didn't seem right, but Astro is what I had. So over the last few years, what have been the biggest technological changes? I know you touched on some of it just a minute ago, but uh, what were the biggest technological changes, and where do you think they're going in the next few years? Uh, just a lot of it was accuracy. Um, they've been able to get the distances and stuff pretty good, but now they're. They, I mean, you can track it down. It updates every couple seconds, so that's you know right where the dog is at all times, no matter if they're right in front of you or two miles out um for all bird dog hunters you're probably not hunting two miles out <laughs> no, not unless he or she the dog else. takes off or something which is happening. right yeah yeah but and, uh, yeah the technology and, is just it's, it's yeah. constantly advancing and hard, yeah, to, hard, hard to, to predict what, where it's going isn't it yeah because they don't really let us know where they're going with stuff until it's out yeah yeah because um, it's all it's all confidential within the corporations yeah. obviously i understand that wait but, let's but, let's go back Circle back. Circle back. Peppermint Patty says. Let's go back to um, the SOS feature. Just explain that a little bit for our listeners, like a scenario of how that would work and the technology it uses. Uh, One situation that we had a customer call, um, they used to fly in backcountry. There was a group of three of them. They each had their own little planes, and one of the guys had this. It's the Garmin inReach capability handheld. Um, And I guess when they were coming into one of these landings it was right kind of between this y and the river it was real narrow you had to like drop down and like pull up really quick to uh, to land and one of the guys misjudged it and ended up flipping his plane on landing and was trapped inside and severely hurt so they just pulled out his little handheld and hit that sos feature and it contacts right to to the nearest search and rescue and they were out there I think it was like in a half hour or so. And and that's a situation where they did not have cell service, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. So this this is not this is built into not the collar, but the handheld device that goes with the collar. Correct. Yep. Okay. Part and it's collect- carrying with you. And yeah. Ke- Kevin is connecting through satellite for text and phone and that's why exactly. it'll work remote. Boy, for, for our audience, that's a huge thing because all upland hunters outside of hunting on a ranch were remote. And we all, I'd say 80% of the time when we're actually in the field, we don't even have cell coverage where we're going. Um, So this is a huge feature for our audience, which we call our audience the Covey. If we say that, you'll know what it means. So um, that's a huge feature. Now, I've got one, and you're probably going to giggle, but are you ready for this? If you had somebody in your hunting party who typically every year wanders away and gets lost... Yeah, that would be my brother, Kevin. Can you put something on there and track them as one of the dogs? Because honest to God, our hunting party, if they were all sitting here, would all point at me, wouldn't they? Yeah, we need to just get a collar and stick it in your backpack. That's right, that's what you gotta do. See, I made you laugh, Kevin, but honest to God, it's true. Stop wandering off on your own. 
I right. No, they need to come up with a little little connector thing or something you can yeah. put in your pocket. I, I could be one of the nine <laughs> dogs you could track from one of these devices. You're going to be right. one of the guys on the news in the UP. This old guy with dementia just wandered <laughs> off from his hunting party, and he's been lost for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I've always found my way back. I'll say that. Have you? When we start honking the horn? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I got back. Oh, the sound of the horn. <laughs> you know when you're out upland hunting, Kevin, when you hear you hear that horn honking, my brother just looks at me, some idiot, just like he wandered away. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're honking the horn for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, these oh, are... These let's, are wait, wait, wait. Go well, let's go back to the SOS. Um, let's say we had that. Is there? Is it a one-time-and-pay type situation, or is there like a monthly subscription fee, subscription fee for that? Um, I believe there's a yearly... I think they give you, like when you first buy the system, they'll give you like an intro to it. Okay. Um, but after that, I believe it's a yearly subscription. Is it, I mean, is it like your cell phone subscription? Is it pretty pricey? That's what I'm getting at. Or is it like it, if I use it or? Um, yeah, it's not like ridiculous. It would be, I, I can't remember what the exact cost is on the top of my head. Oh, that's all right. I was just um, curious but, um, how, how they work. Yeah. Is that through Garmin themselves then? or? Yeah, but, okay. yeah, it's directly through them. All right. That's something we can look up online then. Just yeah, and it was, it links through their their satellites and everything. Sure. Okay. Cool. What about the other brands? I know Garmin's probably the most popular, but have they kept up with Garmin or are they kind oh, of going yeah, the yeah, other definitely. way? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. No, they're all keeping up. Um, a really big company that's coming out, or well, they've been around for a while now, but they're really kind of getting up there with Garmin competitively as Dogtra. Yeah. See, I left Garmin years ago and went to Dogtra. I'm kind of a Dogtra yep. fan. Yeah, their stuff is great, um, and that's. For us, it's even better because we can repair. They allow us to repair their stuff at our facility. Oh, oh nice. Um, so we can still we can get parts to repair those and then get those back to the customers instead of having to ship them all the way out to California and then come back and then get it to the customer, which takes quite a bit of time in between. Okay. And um, what's your turnaround time normally for like a dog trick collar? All of our repairs are generally three to five day turnaround. Oh, my um, goodness. That's awesome. Depending on the... Wow. the the season as we get into the fall it's obviously gonna be a lot busier so it's gonna be probably more towards the five days but it's usually five days max uh, so that's a huge advantage of buying from you if i was to get a doctor's if i have an issue when i'm up north i mean i could just drop in there and get a repair yep done. drop it off and we can give you a call when it's ready or we'll ship it right back to you oh that's awesome that, that's great service great way yeah, to go we do it and all of our stuff it's just flat rate services so you know what you're paying up front and there's not any added fees anything and it usually covers all batteries and then we warranty our services for six months nice nice so anything goes wrong in that six months send it on back to us or drop it off and we'll get her back to where she should be outstanding uh, all right i i have as we get to the end of this i have a quite out the different types of hunting just on a guess i i'm sure you don't track it but do you think upland hunting or duck hunting or waterfowling what percentage roughly do you think the business is for you um, it's hard to narrow it down exactly. I'd say just because where we are geographically, it's probably more upland for us. That makes sense. Um, but we do definitely cover all the spectrums. Yeah. A lot of beagles too. Oh yeah. Beagles, hounds, uh, bear dogs. Oh, bear. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. They're running hounds after bears. Uh, yeah. yeah. The cougar, yeah. Cougars and stuff like that out West. What, uh, what do we hear? Of, when, we, those guys. when we go to the camp, we... I've gone to a lot. They're running coyote at night. Is that right? What are they running at night? 
I, 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 th- I thought that they were hunting bear. Maybe they were hunting bear because you can hear the dogs barking in the yeah, background. They, I think they're trying to hunt bear. Okay. Never that's, mind. That, that was that's what our Kevin. host told me one time. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Campground host guy. That, that, that had anything to do with you, Kevin. Sorry. Sorry about that. We got off on a tangent, <laughs> but because when we go to camp, we this certain camp we go to, okay, about every other year, we we hear it at night, and you can hear them running. So, well, that's very interesting. That sounds like a great business, and we appreciate yeah, your time. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. And hey, and if you survived uh, that COVID thing last year, you know you're probably going to do very well. I would think. And uh, yeah, honestly, last year was believe it or not, probably one of our best years ever if not a long long time (laughs) well things like this will help because our audience you know there's hundreds of people out there that are going to listen in our covey and they all have dogs most and they're all coming to northern michigan at some point everybody was not working so they were out hunting more and people were home getting dogs and or working from home and having a barking dog so (laughs) (laughs) there you go you need a need a bark collar so we took care of that yeah yeah and uh what was that brother i didn't catch that nothing uh, as we wrap this up here, Kevin, that, that was something I never do. I just said, uh, but as we, uh, wrap, wrap, the, uh, wrap this up, uh, one thing we do ask, uh, our guests and welcome to the Covey. You're part of us now. Um, first, best or last, uh, Upland story, just a quick story, funny, touching, whatever you choose. Do you have one you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, I could share my last one out. Um, it was our first time going out. My wife and I both are upland hunters, so we usually go out with a group of friends. Um, we have a couple of friends that we do most of our hunting with, but the last time we went out, we went with some uh, people we haven't really hunted with. We're good friends with them, but they were kind of, they had a new dog they were trying to take out, and they're, they were telling us, oh, this is his first time out. He's not going to do any good. He's, we're just getting him out for experience, which we're fine with. We're not really too diehard. It's just we just want to go out there and have a good time. Well, believe it or not, this dog was probably one of the best dogs I've ever seen out. It's for his first time out. I think the first round on the field, we kicked up about 15 birds and got a dozen of them. Nice. Um, and he just, he was a machine. So that was a lot. We're looking forward to doing it again with him this year and just can't wait to get back out. Well, that's great, Kevin. Right, that's a good good last story. We haven't had a last one in a while. We get a lot of first and best. Yeah, but yeah. It's good to have a last yeah, one. Thanks for the story. We appreciate yeah. it. And, and as, yeah, as no we problem. as we told you in the preview, you know, we're sitting around the campfire. That's kind of what our thing is. So great. It's always about the stories. So as we conclude this, Kevin, one thing we'd like for you, one thing to tell you is we do need to come to Traverse City. We 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 kind of had a COVID thing with a spot location that we're going to do. Yeah, I can tell you just the look in my brother's eye when we come up to see that other retailer, we're probably going to drop in. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep, come on in. Because we'll he, he's sitting here taking notes, which he usually doesn't know. I'm going, he's going to improve his collar for mags. <laughs> yeah. I, I see it coming. <laughs> so you already got a sale probably. but All right, we'll uh, take it. And, and, and what we need from you here, and even though we've already done it, give us the website, give us the address, give us the phone number. Let, let, let the Covey know where you're at and what you're doing. Okay? All right. Yep. Business is Collard Clinic. Our website is www.collardclinic.com. Our phone number is 1-800-430-2010. And we're located at 1517 Northern Star Drive in Traverse City, Michigan. That is excellent. That may have been the best one we ever had. We will link that to our social media. Is that right, Matt? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll, so we'll get you out on our social media. Um, our Facebook page is huge right now, so we'll get it to that so people know where you're at and what you're doing. And All right, I appreciate and, it, guys. It sounds great. We really appreciate you, and we're going to welcome to the Covey. We'll throw another log on the fire. Thanks for coming in.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. Like to enter the knife contest? Check it out at Patreon forward slash BirdCamp. Leave us some feedback, which we would appreciate. Our email is mi.birdcamp at gmail.com. Check us out on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for BirdCamp. Our website is www.birdcamp.net. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next show. See ya.